Reading our Bibles regularly can be a challenge, but we're all on this journey together. We're praying that this podcast inspires you, helps you better understand God's Word, and builds your faith. This is Join the Journey with your host, Emma Daughter. All right. Well, welcome back, everyone. This is the second day of the week-long Watermark Health Takeover of the Join the Journey podcast. My name, again, is Christy Shermack. I'm the Executive Director of Watermark Health. And today, I didn't just bring one of my friends from the ministry. I actually brought two. So I'm going to do my best this week to have you all meet some amazing humans that serve and lead with us. And so today, I've got Samantha Parsons in the studio. Sam, give a big old rowdy hello. Whoop, whoop. Oh, that was like a medium rowdy amount. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Sam, why don't you introduce yourself real fast and share a little bit about yourself with everyone. Perfect. Well, I've been around Watermark since 2015 when I first moved to Dallas in my first weekend here, and then I never left. Um, <laughs> so has been a wild journey. Came here as an engineer, and now I'm in healthcare. So uh-huh. uh, the Lord has just been sweet on that journey. I have a husband that I met at Watermark. His name's Nick, and we have two little kiddos. We have an, a three-year-old by the time you're hearing this, awesome. and a almost one-year-old. So we have a busy home, busy life, and we're both in ministry. So uh, it's a fun and sweet adventure that we're on. Sam, what's one of the cutest things your three-year-old has done recently? I have a cute three-year-old. <laughs> just, exist? <laughs> just exist? Just exist. Just exist. No, I think right now it's um, it's just the funny things are the little tantrums oh. over, you know, not wearing pants or <laughs> uh, wanting to wear mom and dad's shoes to school. Uh, so that's yes, the season we're yes. in where her preferences are coming out. Gotcha. And they always, most of the times, don't make sense. Yep, yep, so. yep. All right. There's a lesson somewhere in there yep. as well. And then, Sam, you're the uh, director of our Skillman Clinic right now. And so Sam gets to hang out over at Skillman and LBJ, serving and leading with that team. And then our second friend in the studio this morning is Arnie Connect. Arnie, give a maybe you can beat Sam's medium rowdy hello. I can't beat Sam oh, at anything. Okay. <laughs> but uh, hi, everybody. Arnie, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Um, share with everyone who you are. Thank you. I've been a Watermark member since about 2010. Just love uh, the way we're equipped here and the calling to uh, practical discipleship. Have a wife of 42 years, Jan, who is a retired kindergarten teacher, now subbing whenever she has the opportunity. Uh, Wonderful gift with children. Uh, Two kids and a 16-year-old grandchild that we uh, love spending time with. He's just a super kid. Awesome, awesome. And Arnie, you serve with us at the Skillman Clinic doing pastoral care. I do. And then you're also at Regen as well, right? I serve in Regen, Summit, um, and probably the most significant thing I do from a time standpoint, well, not time standpoint because Regen certainly is uh, the most intense there. But what I've been doing for the longest time is I serve with a ministry that's outside of Watermark called Baseball Chapel which assigns chaplains and overseas chaplains for major league and minor league baseball Mm -hmm. teams in this country and throughout Latin America, Caribbean. Awesome. Fun fact about Arnie, he actually has some chaplaincy in his background. And so being in pastoral care at the clinic has been an awesome fit and it's helping us to do that better and better as time goes on. All right, well, we're going to jump on in. Today, we are reading together 2 Samuel chapters 2 and 3. And as we were kind of talking about this section of Scripture, it just continues to be chaos in this transition from Saul to David's kingship. Um, We're watching infighting within the different houses, the house of Saul, the house of David. And what we thought we could focus on today are some leadership lessons from the man of David. And so, Sam, I know that you had one that kind of stood out to you. What, What was that that stood out to you in this chapter about David? 
I just see David prioritizing his service to the Lord over whatever the position is. And so he's not uh, positioning himself to be king as soon as he possibly can, but rather saying, hey, how do I serve the Lord in the position that I'm at today? And so that's just a, yeah, just a a leadership lesson I think we can take from David in this is not jockeying for the accolades and affirmation and our reputation, but truly just a humble service to the Lord where we're at. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me that that stood out to you, Sam, because I think that's something you've really modeled. Tell everyone some of the many job titles you've had at Watermark Health. What has been your position as it's changed? Yeah, I started as a skillman. Well, I started in the Institute Uh and then I started as the skillman director um, then I became the testing site uh, director because <laughs> COVID happened. Um, and then I became director of operations for a hot second. <laughs> and then I went back to Skillman. And in the middle of that, I had a bunch of side projects that have now have their own job titles, but used to just fall under me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I think one of the things you've modeled in that, Sam, is you've built things, led things, developed them, and then had the willingness to hand them over and not to say, well, this is my brainchild. This is the thing that I've created. I'm in charge of it. I'm in control. You've been humble enough to say, okay, I'm going to build this early prenatal care service line, and then I'm going to hand it over to other people who probably know a little bit less about it right now than I do, who probably have less connections than I do, but I'm seeing that maybe the Lord doesn't have me doing this anymore. So talk a little bit about that. What's allowed you to do that well and to not grip and hold on to power, kind of how we see David being loose with his role as well here? Yeah. I think it's been a sweet journey of uh, five years I've been on staff with Watermark Health and um, has truly been a tool of the Lord's sanctification in my life. And so I am naturally bent towards wanting a leadership title Mm. and wanting recognition and affirmation. And so it's been a sweet journey. I mean, really started during COVID when my job switched kind of abruptly in the middle of COVID. And, um, The Lord was sweet to have me in the book of Joshua at the time, where I see Joshua just asking of the Lord and responding. And so it's been a journey of learning that. I also go to Luke 17 a lot. Uh, Jesus is telling a story that we are all unworthy servants. And so he tells a story in Luke 17 of, hey, no servant is serving and then saying, oh, and then throw me a party and massage my feet and give me honor. No, it says in verse, in 1710, it says, So also, when you have done all that you were commanded, which is just serving the Lord, say, we are unworthy servants. We have done only what was our duty. And so my goal uh, every day is to wake up and say, Lord, what is my duty today? And to do it and serve humbly and to know that at the end of the day, I'm not looking for affirmation, accolades, or a, a title on any of that. And so, and region's been another sweet thing in this season of just helping knock off some of those edges of idols that I can have in that area. That's good, Sam. I think that's a great takeaway from this section for anyone listening of what are areas in our lives that we think we're maybe trying to control too tightly or feel like we should have a position related to, and what can we do to hold those loosely and just show up and serve and not feel like that there needs to be a position related to that. That's awesome, Sam. So Arnie, how about you? What did you pull out of these chapters? What's a takeaway from David's leadership that you see? I see David certainly much as Sam does, but I see him as um, one who is certainly committed to intimacy and reflects intimacy with the Lord. The great question he asks at the beginning is, Lord, what should I do? And that's a question, obviously, all of us should ask. And the inclinations of our heart 
And our natural being is to go the way we want to go, is to do the things that um, lead us in a direction for fulfilling our worldly desires. But to just stop and uh, ask that question is really reflective. And David, of course, does that a lot, and sometimes he doesn't. Right. But when he does, um, it definitely uh, reveals itself um, as having been a blessing. So uh, I love that about David. I love, as uh, Sam said, his patience. I mean, look how long he waited from his first anointing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So this is a man of great patience. This is a man that um, is going to do it God's way. And, you know, the beautiful thing about the story of David is that there are times when he doesn't do it God's way. But what a reflection of the grace of God and the Mm -hmm. compassion and forgiveness of God where you can be a a man after God's own heart and yet be so flawed. And God looks at the heart, and uh, that's the way we certainly ought uh, ought to look at people and relate to them as well. So I hear you say patience. He's looking at doing things God's way. He's praying before he goes, Lord, what would you have me do? He also laments the value of Abner's life in this chapter, which would have been easy as someone to skip over, but he gave him dignity and value in how he lamented him. How do you see that play out, Arnie, in serving with Watermark Health or in your daily life? Yeah, that's a, that's a meaningful observation. Um, he is uh, very much like what Paul talks about in 2 Corinthians 5, when he's talking about our responsibility to be, um, as those who are reconciled to Christ, we are to go and reconcile others. And uh, we go as an ambassador. And he says, he says, now that we are trusting in Christ, now that we are different, we don't see people from a worldly perspective like we used to. We see people differently. And that is uh, certainly something that we come to see at the clinic. Uh, We see people from so many different walks of life, people from different tribes and tongues, and they present with different physical issues, but they all have the same spiritual need. Mm -hmm. And what I love about Watermark Urgent Care is that we are deeply committed to addressing those needs. And it is such a privilege to get to engage with people and just have the opportunity to share with them a need or the the way to address a need and the the answer to a need that in so many cases they don't even know that they have or right. they're suppressed or otherwise neglected. So uh, we serve, we, we, we address their physical distress, and we address their eternal need. And it is uh, universal. Um, we're all born with it. So we know that everybody that walks in has that need. Some people have already addressed it, as they tell us. Mm-hmm. And then and we. That's the uh, need of sin and brokenness in their life and the need for a savior. And a great way to end our time, Arnie, of just as we use this week to celebrate the upcoming 10 year anniversary of Watermark Health existing. The reason we do stuff like this is, yes, to care for the physical need, but then also to address the spiritual ones. So we hope that that is, continues to be who we are and what we do. And then as we apply this scripture, thinking through how do we do that in any of our contexts, you heard some examples from what it looks like at the clinic and in our ministry at Watermark Health day in and day out. What does that look like for you at work, at home, with neighbors, to be a leader like David was a leader, and then also to learn from his mistakes? And so we'll round out there. And as always, we're so grateful that we are on this journey together, reading and applying the Bible. The Join the Journey podcast is produced by Watermark Community Church in Dallas, Texas. You can learn more about Watermark by connecting with us on social media. Just search Watermark Church, all one word. And to read along with us, visit jointhejourney.com 
and thank you guys for listening.